Hello and welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and today we are wrapping up our series on growing in Christ. This is part three, and I'm looking forward to discussing these things with you. If you are a new convert, you're someone who has not been a Christian very long, then this episode is for you. But hopefully, even if you've been a Christian for 50 years, Hopefully this this will also help you uh, as you strive to teach others and you strive to influence those who may be younger in the faith. And so hoping that we can wrap up this series today and that it can be applicable to all of you who are listening. And before we dive in, again, I want to say a word about the Scattered Broad Network. I'm so very thankful to be a part of this great work and appreciate all of you listening. And we pray that if you haven't already, you'll go and subscribe to our master feed. You'll have access to all of our content. We have podcasts coming out every day of the week. We have some coming out certain times of the month. We have uh, a joint podcast that comes out on our YouTube channel first Sunday of the month. We have uh, blogs that are coming out, just all kinds of exciting things that are happening. and We want you to be a part of that. And so thank you for your support, for your encouragement. Most of all, we appreciate your prayers. You can find our website, thescatterbroadnetwork.org. And you can also email us, thescatterbroadnetwork at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook. Spread the word and help us as we strive to spread the word of God. But thank you so much for listening, not just to the network, but specifically, I thank you for listening to Weathering the Storm. And I hope and pray that this podcast is is helping you uh, to grow closer to God. In this series, we're looking uh, looking at Peter who weathered the storms of life and, and how he was able to grow in Christ. And that's one of the wonderful things about the life of Peter is we can see his ups and downs, but he always had that upward trajectory. Even in his lowest moment, when he denied Jesus three times, he went out and he wept bitterly. It showed his heart. It showed his love for the Lord. And he was able to take that moment, instead of it crushing him and destroying him, it actually made him better. Because godly sorrow works repentance. Godly sorrow leads to salvation, 2 Corinthians 7.10. And so the grace and the long-suffering of God was certainly on display with Peter. But Peter was able to use that opportunity to get back on his feet and to grow closer to God and do wonderful things for the cause of Christ. And so we appreciate so much the example of Peter, and hopefully we can learn some lessons from him and apply it to our life. So as we come to part three, In this small series on growing in Christ, I would like to review parts one and two with you and then dive into our study. In part one, we discussed the growth and transformation of Peter, not just what he did as a person, but what he wrote about, about how he wrote to new converts as new babes in Christ to desire the sincere milk of the word that they may grow. And then to those who, in the context of the end of the world and preparing for eternity, He said, don't be led away with the air of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He emphasized the the imperative, the importance of continuing to grow. And certainly we can look at his life and see his growth from fisherman to fisher of men, uh, to the one who got out of the boat and sank, to the one who uh, was able to get out on the day of Pentecost and preach the gospel uh, to, to the masses. When Jesus told him, when you are converted, strengthen the brethren, Peter took that to heart. 
When he said, Feed my sheep, Peter later became an elder in the Lord's church, a shepherd, a flock of God. He learned to be Christ-focused, and this came out in his preaching, Acts 2, 3, 4, and 10. When you go and you study the life and the, the work of Peter, you can see that he was someone who, yes, he had some, de- some difficult, dark moments. But the final analysis, he was somebody who grew. And we can certainly appreciate and apply those things to our lives. In part two of this study, episode 18, we discussed ways that, uh, possible ways to grow if, if you're struggling, if you feel like you've plateaued, you feel like I've gotten to a point where, you know, it's hard for me to, to grow at this point. And we just talked about some practical ways. I just want to review those with you. Uh, we talked about taking time to be holy and making sure that we're drawing nearer to God uh, through prayer and meditation, but also having a, a reading, a Bible reading plan, whether that's reading through the whole Bible in a year, reading through the New Testament in a month, uh, reading through the book of Proverbs every month. It could be that you read a five-chapter book Monday through Friday. We talked about different ways that you can do that, but it's all about making time to do that, and it will help you. You spend time in the Word of God, and you will grow. You'll grow closer to God. And we also emphasize spending time in the book of Psalms. Very unique material, but it's something that can help you as you do that. And then finally, we talked about learning from mature Christians, being around those who are mature in the faith and how it can help you to mature, help you to grow. So as we wrap up this this series, we come to episode 19, Growing in Christ, part three. I want to discuss tips for young people, uh, tips for babes in Christ, things that, that may help you to grow. And so if you're listening as a new convert, I hope this helps you. But if you're listening as someone who is a faithful Christian, you've been a faithful Christian for longer than I've been alive, then hopefully you can use this as you teach uh, those around you. I want to give you several ways uh, that will hopefully help you. Three ways to be exact. Three ways that can help you to grow in Christ. Number one, stay connected. Stay connected. You know, it's so easy to get get caught up sometimes when when you have others who are around you, you have faithful people around you, and, and you are excited when you first obey the gospel. You're on fire for the Lord. But then as you, you start to grow and you start to study, you realize, you know, hey, I'm a Christian now, but life hasn't stopped. Life still goes on. I've still got my job. I've still got my, my things going on at school. I still have my social life. And sometimes it's hard to find that balance. And if you're not careful, you can become disconnected. So the first thing that that can help you is to make sure you stay connected. And you stay connected through study, through prayer, and through meditation. So in this episode, we want to look at the Word of God together. If you're in a place where you can open up your Bible, that would be great. If you're driving down the road or if you're not in a place where you can open up, uh, that's fine too. But if you get a chance, go back and write these down and look them up and read them for yourself and kind of keep these together uh, if you'd like to as maybe a, a, a small study that you could do to help you as you strive to grow. I want to start in Psalm 1. This is one of my favorite psalms. I love to preach this psalm and to teach it. But Psalm 1 really shows someone who is staying connected to God. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. 
and in his law he meditates day and night, and he shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Notice how this blessed man of Psalm 1 stays connected. First of all, he, he rises above what everybody else is doing. He's not just going with what the world says is, is, is the thing to do. He does not go. He does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He does not stand in the path of sinners. He does not sit in the seat of the scornful. He doesn't go the direction. Why? Because he elevates his thinking to stay connected. Notice in verse 2, his delight is in the law of the Lord. That's what he wants to be around. He is staying connected to God as he's spending time in his word. Notice in his law, he meditates day and night. This word for meditate in the book of Psalms is a wonderful study, but this word here means to chew on. It's an agricultural term, and you picture a cow chewing on the cud. <laughs> That's what this word means in the, in the Hebrew language. You chew on it. You think about it. You let it simmer, if you will. You read a passage, you close your Bible, and as you go your way, you're thinking about and you're meditating on what that passage means and how you can apply it to your life. That is how you can grow. You stay connected to God. And then notice in verse 3, he shall be like a tree. He's going to be situated by the waters, satisfied by the word and situated by the waters, planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season. So he's going to be connected. He's going to be stable. He's going to be strong. He's going to be firm. And he's going to be fruitful. That describes growth, doesn't it? You want to grow closer to God, here's how you can do it. Study, pray, and meditate upon His Word. Another passage that comes to mind is 2 Timothy 2.15. When Paul wrote to Timothy, he says, Study, give diligence to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. Notice he says that this is how you can grow. You can study. But he says, give diligent effort. Stay connected. There's going to be times, there's going to be days when it's tough. But make time to spend time in the Word of God. It will help you to grow. Here's another passage as we think about staying connected. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 12 through 16. Again, Paul writing to Timothy as he strives to grow and to be a strong soldier for the Lord. It says, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, which laying are the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things, verse 15. Give yourself entirely to them, that your progress, that your growth in Christ may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. There's some wonderful, inspired advice to young Christians, isn't it? Stay connected. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Spend time in reading. Spend time in the public reading of Scripture. Spend time in exhortation. Spend time in, in meditating on these things. Give yourself entirely to them. Be devoted. 
stay connected. And so that is the first thing that we want to emphasize in this episode. To babes in Christ, to young people who are striving to grow, stay connected. Number two, stay inquisitive. Stay inquisitive. I have four children at home. And when I think about this word inquisitive, I can't help but think about them. You know, here's the, the, the magic question is why? Everything that you say, why? Well, why are we doing this? Or why aren't we doing this? But you know, when you look, look at children, you can learn a lot. They're, they're honest. They're blatantly honest. Uh, they always want, to, uh, always want to learn something new. They're so loving. Uh, they're, they're very forgiving. But the thing about children is that they're, they're trying to learn new things. They're inquisitive. They want to know about it. Don't lose that. When you become a Christian, be inquisitive. Study and search and, and have questions. That's healthy. And go to the Bible as your source. It is a wonderful way to grow. When you don't have a, an understanding on something, go and read. Go and spend time on it. We find that in Ephesians 3, 4. Paul says, when you read, you may understand my knowledge and mystery. So the point is, there is great value in simply going to the Scriptures and reading them. Stay inquisitive. Acts 17, 11 is the passage that comes to mind. You think about Apostle Paul preaching in Thessalonica. And so then he, he's in Thessalonica and everything is it's going good until you have some who come out and say, those who have turned the world upside down have come here too. So they make their way into Berea. Acts 17.11 says this, These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, talking about the noble Bereans, in that they received the word with all readiness, and they searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. And I love verse 12, Therefore many of them believed, and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. Notice what took place. The Apostle Paul was the one doing the teaching and preaching. Here's an inspired man of God, inspired apostle. And yet, what did they do? They went back and searched the Scriptures. They wanted confirmation. They were inquisitive. I want to make sure that what I'm being told is, is right. And I know that I, I tell the congregation here at Quipment just about every time I get in the pulpit, don't take my word for it. Take God at His word. If it agrees with the Bible, accept it. If not, reject it. And don't get caught up in what your preacher says. Don't get caught up in what any man says. Always take God at His word. And so this is what they're doing. It's a great example for all of us, the noble Bereans. They received the word with all readiness. They were ready to receive it. But then they search the scriptures daily. I, I want to find out. I want to make sure that what's being taught is right. But then you see that many of them believed. And that word believe, of course, is, is a part for the whole. It's an ectiki. They, they believed, meaning they, they heard the truth, they believed it, and they obeyed it. And so you have those three words. They received, they searched, and they believed. And it gives us a great example. Stay inquisitive. Continue to grow and to learn and ask questions and open up the Word of God, and to read, and to learn. And so how can you grow in Christ? Again, to a young person, maybe to a babe in Christ, someone who's not been a Christian very long, and you're still, you're still trying to learn and grow, and, and what can I do next? Stay connected. Stay inquisitive. But third and finally, stay faithful. 
Stay faithful. There's going to be times, there's going to be days when it's going to be difficult to find time and make time to open up the Bible. There's going to be some Sundays, there's going to be some Wednesdays when it's tough for you to just just be in service. There's going to be times throughout the week when it's hard for you to just stop and say a prayer or stop and sing a song to God, praising Him. But stay faithful. Push through those tough days. These are growing pains. And and really, a lot of times, when you have a new convert, you have someone who obeys the gospel, there are those in the world that try to bring you right back down. Maybe there's some of your own family who say, why did you do that? You shouldn't have done that. Why don't you come back and be with us? Or, you know, what's, what's the point of all this? And you're not getting support. It can be very hard to stay faithful. But by all means, and at all costs, Stay faithful to God, and that will help you to grow. A few passages that come to mind here. The first one is in John chapter 15. In John 15, you have this this I am statement from Jesus when he says, I am the vine. I want you to notice what he says here, though. He says, I'm the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me, in me. Okay, so he's talking about Christians, those who have put on Christ that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So you have this this branch and it's not producing any fruit, cut it off, take it away. But those that are, he's going to prune that it can keep on bearing fruit. There's the idea of growth. Verse 4, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Again, talking about those who are connected to Jesus. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, there's the key. You abide in me and my words abide in you. You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So will you be my disciples. It takes us back to Psalm 1, doesn't it? The blessed man who meditated day and night in the law of the Lord. He was like a tree planted by the rivers of water. What, what was happening? Bringing forth fruit. That's what Jesus is talking about here. He says, if you want to be a faithful disciple, bear much fruit. You keep on abiding in me. You remain in me and you keep growing. Continuing in this, verse 9, as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide, remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. When you think about the importance of growth, Jesus says you stay connected, you stay faithful, you stay abiding in me, and that will help you to grow. The second text is 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-11. through 2 Peter 1, 5-11. A few episodes ago, we talked about the importance of this passage when you think about growth. But certainly, when you think about the Christian graces, there are eight of these. 
And Peter emphasizes the importance of applying them to your life and growing that can help you stay faithful to God. 2 Peter 1, beginning in verse 5. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add, supply to your faith, virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness. And he has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Here's the key, verse 10. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. How can I make sure I'm faithful to God? I'm applying these Christian graces to my life. I'm building. These are building blocks. I'm starting with faith and then I'm growing and I'm applying knowledge. And that knowledge is going to help me to practice self-control. And that self-control is going to help me to be faithful and to be persevering through the difficult trials and storms of life. Stay connected. Stay inquisitive. Stay faithful unto God. The final text, of course, is Revelation 2.10. It's one of my favorites. It's one that I try to bring out every time I extend the Lord's invitation. You be faithful unto death, and you'll receive the crown of life. There's your reward. The crown of life is to be with God forever. How can you do that? Be faithful. Notice he does not say be sinlessly perfect. Does not say be 100% right and never have a bad day. That's not what the Bible says. It says stay faithful. Be full of faith. Keep moving forward and keep growing. So again, to all of those who are listening who are young people, young Christians, babes in Christ, remember these three things as you strive to grow. Stay connected, stay inquisitive, and stay faithful. I thank you so much for listening to this. I hope that not only our young people and and new Christians, new converts can gain something from it, but hopefully all of us can as we strive to be who God wants us to be. I thank you so much for listening today. I thank you for listening to this uh, series on growing in Christ. I do hope and pray that these three episodes put together uh, can help you in some way to grow closer to God. And as we begin to wrap this season up, we only have two episodes left. I just appreciate so much the time that you're putting in to, to listen. And I hope and pray that this podcast is helping you to weather the storms of life. Thank you so much for listening and may God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.